Insert disc two. Aaron, I want to it's call dark. your attention. Yeah. To a um, on on the Discord, sometimes we have what's known as the private conversation. Yeah. This is this is where we talk about various things without the prying eyes of the Discord community to see. And um, I'm gonna I'm gonna bring some of this conversation to light uh, because I thought it was terribly interesting, and I, I wanted to get your your opinions uh, on in vocal form because I feel like you may not be alone. Okay. okay? I'm already worried about what you're doing here because again we didn't plan anything. We've so never we'll planned anything. Okay. So um, we were talking about the analog uh, pocket. This is the FPGA device that uh, has been the talk of the retro community uh, yes. for the past couple of months. They finally put it up for sale. Pre-orders sold out in um, 15 minutes. This is a $199 device that plays Game Boy, Game Boy Pocket, and Game Boy Color games. Maybe Game Boy and, Advance um, games. Out of the box. The, I mean, yeah. Uh, you got to pay extra for upgrades. Okay. So you sent me a message, and I'm going to quote. I'm going to quote you, and I would like you to explain your thinking because, like I said, I think that you are not alone, but I'm not sure. Uh, I, I don't understand your, your point of view. You say, uh, I feel like guys like me are being forcibly removed from the scene. I feel like an outsider looking in every day. So just, just expound on that a little bit. Well, I don't. The exact context of it was the fact that these uh, little boutique items are becoming so. I don't know that the I, that's not even true. It's not even about that thing. It's this was inevitable. I think about uh, the truth of the matter is what was retro to me is not retro to your students. For example, true. true. And I find myself far less interested. In what's going on now, I watched. I, 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 there's a guy I subscribe to called Mad Little Pixel. I like him. He's he does a, good, a lot of good stuff, although he's filthy too. He he installed this thing that get, makes your Dreamcast a big metal Dreamcast, mm -hmm. right? It removes the CD tray entirely, and so what you've got here is a big metal box that your guts of your Dreamcast go in, you know. Uh, also, that same company makes a lot of these uh, redone NESs and redone uh, stuff like that. You know where they've just taken the the uh, the old NES and re revamped it, and they admittedly have put HDMI or whatever, and they sell it for a huge profit. You know that stuff just doesn't interest me, and and I see more and more of that, and more and more high priced items out there, and it just it makes me less interested because I've always considered myself sort of, I felt like I kept up with things most of the time, you know, and stuff like, like that new uh, thing that the guys on pixel Gaiden have been talking about. It's a cartridge based portable and they release games on cartridges. They'll release like a handheld, uh, they'll release like a handful of say uh, uh data East games on the cartridge. And that's a cartridge. They'll release a handful of Atari games on a cartridge. I can't remember what this thing's called. And these guys are all raving about it, and I cannot, for the life of me, figure out why. It doesn't. Don't get it. Much like the thing we were talking about, I don't get it. Who's going to carry around a pocket full of cartridges anymore? I mean, we're, that day is over. And so, to me, what is retro becoming? What are we doing here? You know, if you've got a Game Boy boat, and you like your Game Boy, and you play your Game Boy, that's fine because that's your that's your bag, all right? Uh, if I've got uh, Chinese knockoff number six, 
that plays all the games without cartridges, that's fine too, right? It's a convenience purchase or whatever. I don't understand that weird uh, area in the middle where you don't want to play with your original hardware, which I can see the draw of that, and you don't, but you don't want the convenience of modern hardware. You want modern hardware with the inconvenience of the non-actual Game Boy that you aren't taking with you. It doesn't make any sense to me. Does that? Am I getting anywhere here, Bo? Do you get what I'm coming to? I get what you're saying, but you're you're skirting the issue, which is that you feel that you're being forced out of the scene. Well, I mean, when I when I put it that way, I felt like when I said that it's more like financially. This stuff uh, is it, it's it, that's not true. It's not just financially. It's like this is what people like to see, I think, and I don't think people are uh, it's it, the stuff that's becoming more popular is not stuff I do or I'm into, and so I, it makes me feel like there's not much of a place for guys like me. I and I, maybe I'm the only guy like me. I mean, I'm not dragging anyone down with me here. Well, I mean, and I know you did not agree wholeheartedly, not, you know, uh, with with my assessment, but. You know me, I'll tell you if I don't understand something. And the minis were another thing I didn't understand. And, and people loved them, and there's nothing wrong with them. But, I mean, uh, uh, it's just something I don't get. I've never understood, you know, it's why people like us would go and get one of those because we've got a million other ways to play that stuff or we've got the original hardware, you know. But people love them. So, I mean, you can't fight progress. People love that stuff. They're willing to pay off, you know, top dollar. Uh, but it, it, it it's over my head, you know. Does that yeah. make any sense? Well, it, it, I, sort of. Um, I, I I think that retro gaming, and I, I mentioned this. You know all that I'm going to say because I, I told you in text form, but I'm going to I'm going to tell you in audio form now. Um, the sign of a mature market is that there are entrants at every price point. So, if you want to play old games for free, there's a million different. If you've got a PC, you're set. If you got anything, if you got any PC that's made in the last ten years, you can play any retro system perfectly without paying a penny. Emulation is the way to go. Okay, so that is the the way that I see it is it's it's the sign of a mature market. It's just like if you look at the audio market. When I was in high school, I didn't have any money, so I'd go to the secondhand store and I would buy LPs of the groups that I wanted to listen to. Uh, because LPs were like three bucks a piece. You know, you go to the second time around, which is now a vape shop. You know what I'm talking about over there in the yeah. Kansas Valley? Yeah. Everything's uh, a vape shop now. That's true. That's true. You know, the, the retro gaming store in Milton's a vape shop yeah. now, too. Yeah. Um, but anyway, I'd go over there and I would buy LPs of the stuff that I was into because they were three bucks a piece. And a CD was, a used CD was ten bucks. And so it's the same with emulation. You know, if you want to pay nothing, just download the ROM. If you want to pay a little more, then get yourself a flash cart and get yourself, you know, a system, whatever system you want. You know, if you're into the Nest or if you're into the Spectrum or whatever, get yourself a, a Div MMC Future or whatever. Plug that in, add in the ROMs and go to town. If you want to go the other way, if you're all about putting a cartridge or putting a tape into your system, then you can get one of these new FPGA units and uh and get that same experience but you don't have to worry about the fail rate of the original hardware you don't have to worry about uh getting a substandard video screen i think one of the things about the uh the analog pocket is that it has a 1920 by 1080 screen so you're going to be able to get resolution that's out the wazoo while still using the same cartridges and and, and again 
it all has to do with what you consider to be the optimal retro experience. So for some people, and I put myself at, I've gone full circle, to be honest with you, where it's like you start out and you're playing a game and you're like, well, this is fun, but it's not quite as fun as when I was a kid. So you're like, well, maybe it's because I'm not playing on the original hardware. So you buy the original hardware. And then you're like, well, this is not quite, it's still not, not there for me. Maybe I need the original cartridge. And then you buy the original cartridge. And you're like, well, now, I mean, the cartridge is here, but, you know, it's hard to switch between games. So you buy yourself one of the, uh, you know, an EverDrive or the flash cart. And then you say, well, I can, I can switch between the games, but it's, it's sort of a drag because you've got an alphabetical system that you've got to, you know, scroll up and down and all this stuff. Why don't I just, you know, get to something that I can uh, just, you know, type in the names of the games and then boom, you're back to emulation again. And so it's it's a full circle. And the thing is, most of the games that you liked when you were a kid, you're never going. You're still going to enjoy them, but you're never going to enjoy them the same way that you did the first time. Because guess what? You're 40 years older than you were the first time you played these games. You've had a lot of experience in between now and then, and you're going to still have fun with the games, but it's never going to be the same as it was when you were a kid. That's the that's the beginning and the end of all of this crap. Is that people are trying to rediscover that same feeling within their soul that they got the very first time that they played a game that they liked. That may be the difference between me and most people, uh, honestly, because I don't have, with the exception of the Coco, I don't really have rose-tinted glasses about that much. I mean, and nothing that I don't like as much now as I did then. Uh, you gotta you gotta think, I had an Odyssey 2, which, we, there you go, and then we had a Coco, and that's pretty much all I had. Now, I, so I never had a, a, a Turbo Graphics or a Commodore or, any, or a Super Nintendo or any of that other stuff. So for me, I come into it pretty fresh, to be honest with you. I mean, recently too, because I didn't really give much of a crap about it until I until I did, you know, suddenly uh, <laughs> when it was thrust upon me. And you also know that I don't give a crap about emulation. Or FPD. I mean, I'm pretty much whatever gets the job done. I'm pretty liberal about that stuff. Uh, so I, when it comes to nostalgia, it's funny that that's one thing that does not drive me with the exception of the Coco, cause I'll get on there and play a game that I hadn't played before. But with, with, with like, even the Amiga, I mean, I was, I was out of high school whoa, when I, when I, when I, uh, when I, when I really got into the Amiga and I, and I, and I was, you know, in college. So it's not like it's that long ago. I mean, I guess it is, but I don't have, it's not it a was 40 years thing. ago, man. Your freshman year was almost 40 years ago. Years ago. I I wasn't t- I wasn't eight when I graduated high school, uh, but uh, you know, and it's something else that I want to touch on that was also along the same lines. Just uh, and I saw someone mention it in the chat there. Uh, um, the uh, the stuff is ex- a lot of stuff's expensive, and yes, you can get a little Chinese knockoffs, but they're not that good. Let's face facts. I mean, sometimes you get lucky or you do a little research and get one. Listen, but- the Chinese knockoffs. If you buy a fifty dollar Chinese knockoff these days. It's going to blow away both the screen, the button quality, and the performance of the GP2X that you thought was the bee's knees, you know, 15 years ago. You've got to understand that the GP2X was the first that did that. Like that, well, that's oh, not sure. true. The GP32 I'm, was the first. I'm not selling I mean, short mobile the Mobile emulation was like unbelievable. So, but, I mean, I'm, and I have no nostalgia for that either. I knew what the limitations of it. It ate batteries like you wouldn't believe. And you're right. But I'm saying... Uh, if you're okay with that, which I pretty much am, I'll, I'll play uh, you know something on a cheapo console. But uh, you know, I can't. It's amazing to me that someone. What what was the thing that you were talking that, that started this conversation? That little handheld that they're coming out with. This is the, the pocket analog. It's two hundred dollars, 
to, and it doesn't play anything out of the gate. It, I mean, you can. It you got to have the cards, man. You have to they're not going to. The they'll never support ROMs. Never. And then you've got to. And then you've got to uh, buy accessories to use other cartridges on it. Then if you want extreme protector, you're in for another sixteen bucks. The power charges sixteen bucks. The USB cable is sixteen bucks. The case ports uh, another twenty bucks. The base is a hundred bucks. Listen, it, it's it's and 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 we we've mentioned this before, but multi carts since they were introduced have gone way up. Uh, you know all this stuff. If you're if you're going to do this stuff now, you're going to want to pay. So and then we also know that because of the collector market, uh, uh, cartridges systems peripherals have all gone through the roof on and it's and it's it's systematic it goes from system to system you had your nes your super nintendo and then the n64 caught on and nobody gave a crap about the n64 for a long time now it was a thing then you got stuff like the atari uh, uh jaguar that became a hot property which is pointless and i even see i predicted that the television would get hot it did you know that stuff. So if you're going to go fill your, try to get these games from original hardware, you're going to pay. It's getting expensive to operate in this area. Now, thankfully, we've got emulation, uh, but uh, you know, it's that's something else you could easily feel like. And comic books went through the same thing, by the way, with back issues back in the '90s, where you where you just felt like you were getting muscled out if you didn't have a bunch a bunch of cash on you. And comic books were much worse because you can't really emulate those. I mean, you can now, but you couldn't back then. So. There's also that. I mean, hey, listen, people are making money, and as long as people are willing to pay it, uh, you know, I guess they're, you know, that's a, that's the way she. That's the yeah, way I economy mean, works. I guarantee you, that's what happened when they put out these multi carts. They're like, well, is somebody going to pay thirty five bucks for these things? And then a billion people do, and they're like, well, I wonder if they'd pay seventy bucks. And then they put it out, and a billion people do. Yeah. You know, these people that make these multi carts, they're not in it for the charity. They're in it to make that cold hard cash. Oh, listen, you don't have to tell me. I'm all for it. But I'm saying it. What it, the end result? Hey, listen, I'm an arcade and pinball collector, right? And I played in that in that ball field until the tickets got too priced, and then I was out the door. Yeah. When was the last time you saw old Abe go up and pick out a pinball machine? And listen, man, your retirement is in that building out there. By the time that you, I mean, in five years when you hit sixty-five, that you're going to be able to sell that stuff off and be able to just sail out to Jamaica or someplace. I figure in five years I want to worry about my retirement because I'll be in prison for murdering you for saying something like that. <laughs> no, I figure worst case scenario I could live in the arcade. I, I'll figure out a way. To, I'll find out a way to use the bathroom somewhere. Uh, but yeah, you know. I, I, but I, I guess to summarize, uh, the reason I kind of felt like I'm, that it's passing me by is the retro is newer than it ever has been. I mean, stuff like uh, I, people lament fondly about the playstation the ps2 and stuff which that doesn't seem that old to me that's that's the nature of getting older okay but so there's nothing i can do about that it's getting more expensive to play in that area there's nothing i can do about that either and uh uh it's i find it less interesting that people are talking about stuff that just don't do it for me weird case modification modern takes on so the, the steel dreamcast do didn't do anything for you I just, the thing's like two or three hundred bucks or something. It's like a ridiculous amount of money for this thing. Let me ask you a question. How much of the, because um, you, you, I mean, for a long time, when I first met you, you were like, I'll never be a console guy. I hate consoles. Yep. yep. And then all of a sudden you were a console guy and you've got a billion consoles. Yeah. So at what point does a console stop being a console? Like if you take the circuit board out of a console and you put it into something else, um, at what point does it cease to be that which it was in origin? It's funny. I think about that quite a bit. 
I was, I was, you know, I've got this new rig for streaming, which one of the reasons I bought all these consoles is because of this show, I might add. And also, a lot of these consoles were gifts or something I got lucky on, or, you know, you know how it goes, bro. Oh, yeah, you know how yeah. it is. Uh, but uh, uh, I was rigging a Bluetooth PS4 joystick to the Super Nintendo, you know, because it's wireless. And I was fooling around with a little dongle and stuff, and I thought to myself, this seems dumb. It, <laughs> and it was. Uh, uh, the I've got one of those gimmicks in the Dreamcast that lets you uh, load stuff off SD card, right? Super convenient, you know. Uh, and so I still consider that a Dreamcast. Uh, but, I mean, you could, I thought to myself, someone could condense this hardware down quite easily, you know, now, because you don't need half the stuff in a Dreamcast anymore. And then you've got something, but then I thought to myself, when is that a Dreamcast anymore? I'm not sure. I'm not sure what the point is, uh, where uh, the no return is. Right. Then I, I'm curious about that too. If you take, if you strip away the outside casing of a machine, and all you're left with is the circuitry, um, you know, is it still? Would you still call it a Dreamcast? A, well, or, they were uh, the, the the dunk just brought up the point here about the checkmate. It's a, it's just. I mean, you can't say it's not similar. The thing is with with, I'm used to putting computers in different cases, so that doesn't feel as foreign to me. As reboxing a console, something which I've never done, and that seems real strange. But I mean, really, it is sort of the same thing, mm-hmm. you know. I, you know, I don't know. I will say this: I'm, I've got a, I've got a good league come out. Of, uh, I mean, if you look at someone like Kit or Rushi, one of these guys that have like a ridiculous collection. I mean, that's off the scales of, uh, you know. Uh, but I feel like I've got a modest but working collection generally. Then you know we use it uh, quite a bit, uh, and I'm happy to have it because I can see a day coming, or well, the day's here actually, where there's no way I could have afforded to buy this stuff uh, today. You know, there's a zero percent chance that I could have got it, just like the pinball machines and just like everything else. Plus, I would feel bad buying it and spending that much money when I've got like a kid. For example, I've got a, you know, what I'm saying, I've got there's a line there. I don't know where it's at, but I know I don't don't cross Listen, that line. What you do is you tell the kid you earn your own keep around these parts, and then you just keep buying stuff. <laughs> yeah, you know, you know what that makes me sad is that one of the reasons you I've told you this a million times earlier. I was like, man, I'm gonna load these up, and then these are gonna be Luke's legacy. He's gonna have this arcade full of stuff, and these mm. all these consoles are gonna be awesome. He doesn't give a jack crap no. about him. He plays his phone. He plays his uh, uh, his his uh, 3ds, and then and his switch. Let That's me ask you a question: Was your dad into stuff the way that you're into games uh, when you were a kid? No, absolutely not. Uh, he, uh, I think, dad was in love with the thought of it. Mm-hmm. Like he would buy us. Uh, like we had a. Like so, we had the. I think he, him and mom thought it was an educational tool that could be used for some fun, that sort of thing. But they never ever had any idea what was going on. I'm not talking about computers. I'm talking about was your dad into anything to the degree that you're into retro gaming and retro computing when you were a kid? Dad loved old cars, and we would see cars come and go, but it's not like he had, like, a garage full of cars, or Mm -hmm. a garage, for that matter. So, no. This is, we're trying, I think that's a lot of people. You know, the Internet's made it a lot easier to be a collector of stuff. Yeah, that's true. That's very you know? true. And so there was no Internet. So the only way you're going to pick that stuff up back in the day, and that's not to say that no one did it. People collected, like, street signs, and people collected, you know, hubcaps and all kinds of stuff, or marbles. But they, you know, now you can get, I've ordered stuff from Japan. I've ordered stuff from Brazil. You know, you're never going to find stuff back in the day. Right, right. So I think we're, I think we're breeding a new generation of 
well, I hate to say this, but we're definitely breeding a new generation of consumers uh, who who are going to grow up in a world where you hit a button on your phone to buy something, or you uh, can have whatever you want if you've got the cash. And we're probably going to we're probably falling right into the hands of the banks and the people that hold all the mortgages because we're going to be indebted for all of our lives trying to buy this stuff because we're driven to buy it. I think, but that's a that's a podcast for another time, Boat. <laughs>